0: I've been it's the Black Country Bloke, the Fat, about everything that is mental health, disability and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime, Lee Cadman. And today we're going to be talking about five tips to help you have better mental health. And this is something we're obviously working on ourselves and we've been doing this well, most of my adult life and picking up tips and tricks. And having on the wonderful guests we've had has really helped me and, and you
1: yeah.
0: to find new ways of doing it because every time we learn this in in boxing in our careers just because you've done something for 100 years doesn't mean you've got to continue doing it 200 years as human beings we should always be learning on new ways to make things better and if we can't make ourselves better then how are we going to make anyone else better
1: and also if anyone else out there who is listening has got any tips just drop a drop a comment in and uh because, you know, the more tips that people have, the more chance they have of getting better and improving their own mental health. So drop, drop a comment, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it is, and uh we'll read that out as well.
0: And one thing isn't necessarily going to work for everyone, and that's the beauty of it, because we are individuals. One diet doesn't suit everyone. One exercise doesn't suit everyone. One hobby doesn't suit anyone. So more options we have, more strings to the bow that we have, easier life can be. And my first one. It's something that I'm always practicing now, is gratitude. And that's how we've been starting a lot of our shows, with things that we're grateful for. And I find myself, when I'm getting irate about someone who's done me heading in, or an opportunity that hasn't gone my way, is reminding me of the things that I have got in my life. The things that I'm grateful for, my loved ones, my health, my home my club my all these things and as we keep saying it's all these many little things that allows us to have a rich life and i think so many times we focus on the things that we haven't got instead of reminding ourselves the things that we do have
1: so kev what you're grateful for this week
0: well we've um you know we're a part of black country extra where we go live every thursday seven till nine this week we've got marcus lennard on brilliant Good friend of ours has been on the podcast many times but on the 10th of February we're going live on their main stage so one opportunity that is I mean that's brilliant we've we've already done one show on the main stage before but here we go again round 2 and hopefully it becomes more of a permanent thing uh, also on grateful for 2 of my lads are in the national pre-quarters William Wilson and Osman Mohammed so the podcast the radio the boxing the things that i'm passionate about are doing well and that's that's remarkable and it just shows yes in life we need luck we need a bit of luck to get a foot in the door but what we need as well as luck is hard work because hard you work at things more opportunities do come up how about you uh,
1: um i'm actually you, you're mentioning luck there i'm grateful for the bit you know these little nuggets of good luck you get every now and again
0: i've heard of them <laughs> <Every>
1: <laughs> now and again you know you just think i made a phone call on yesterday day before uh, to my to my daughter's surgeon secretary about some surgeries he's got coming up and i made this phone call to inquire you know where we are on the list and uh and as I said, look, if there's any cancellations, anything, just just get it, just get us in. And she said, uh "Well, actually, we've got a cancellation for next Monday, so you are booked in." And I just think sometimes that 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 dropped out that, that day as well that morning. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes there's the you know it, it's funny how it works. I managed to phone up at the exact right time. I thought that bit of luck sometimes just because you're mm-hmm. and just make life a bit easier. So yeah, it can't, can't,
0: it can't for good luck sometimes. The universe smiles, and at other times it's completely the opposite. But one thing, uh, without to one of yours, is how we perceive the world. Yeah. Is that your number one? I'd have to say <laughs> always... it is now, Kev. Yeah, it, it's the one <laughs> thing. Whenever I think of you and this mental health journey that we go on, that's the one thing you're always preaching at me. You know about how we perceive.
1: Yeah, so it's yeah, so it's never really the circumstance that you're in; it's how you deal with that circumstance, and over over the probably the last seven eight years that's really clicked with me that okay ultimately in your life things are going to happen that you have no control over good or bad but the one thing you do have control over is the way you handle those things so do you let these things upset you do you let them get you down do you know do you let it get on top of you and and a lot of that yeah you know there's there's i think sometimes there is things in your life that are really going to upset you but you have to stop yourself and go you know what i'm going to be upset but i'm i'm not going to wallow over this for the next two months because that's no good for anyone so i'm going to give myself i'm going to be upset i'm going to have a day where i feel a bit off but then i'm back on it and and just changing your mindset to a more positive one and and looking at the positive within those situations as well and making yourself do it literally make yourself do it stop and go okay this has happened this is crap but what can i do I can't do anything about it so what can i take away from it that is a positive
0: i think it is because like, we all have this like someone puts something on facebook or someone says it's not comment and we can drive ourselves insane however how is it making me better mm. and you said something in one of our support groups as you go what good has ever come from losing your temper or you know when you rage out and it's that is i go to He has said something or she has said something. And I, the way I deal with it is by freaking out losing my temper because I lose my temper because they've embarrassed me. They have devalued me. So I go to like an angry child. Can we think that's going to keep us safe? But often, if you look back at your own lives, how many arguments, fights and altercations you've had, have any of them actually made you feel better? you know what i mean all he's done is called you further dramas further hiccups and probably ended relationships
1: that's right actually steve's just
0: asked a question i'll
1: just bring this up steve ansel steve ansel you're a right, bruv. so steve Steve, asked, oh sorry we've got new software here and it actually takes it off my screen i have to dodge around the camera so what do you guys do to help you let go this is something i struggle with some something silly can happen and it affects me for days sometimes weeks
0: you're preaching to the choir here hands <laughs> up. i'm, I'm exact i found myself like that someone will wind me up and you have this sense of grandeur how dare they do this and because we're perceiving it on our experience and they are doing it on theirs some people say things without considering other people's feelings remember that old saying don't if you haven't got anything nice to say don't say anything at all people don't do that anymore People just throw around these horrible words and sayings because they're more important than anyone else. And sometimes you have to remind yourself: maybe they haven't, they haven't got your your morals, your pride, your your self belonging. They are going on their own moral compass, and often our moral compasses spin at different different times, different places. And what they think acceptable, we won't. And I think what Lee has said there. It's how we perceive it. Someone has only got the power if we allow them to have the power. And a lot of these people who say these things, they don't really matter. They are nobodies. They are, you know, they're they're insignificant. They will never achieve. And all they are achieving to do is by dampen your mood. And it's reminding yourself, does so-and-so matter? No he does no my wife does no my mom and dad and it's reminding ourselves of who we're grateful for and if I never see that plonker again maybe I'll be grateful of that you know you don't need those people in your lives and then I think it's focusing that energy instead of focusing on negative it's focusing on something that I do enjoy doing I think it's
1: also a bit of getting to the root of the cause because Let's say you're you're pissed off that someone's cut you up, Someone swore at you, someone's done something to you. Why are you getting that pissed off at that person? Is it to do with that person or is it actually you've had a crap day for whatever reason, it's to do with that and separating the two things, you know? Cause even I like I spoke about it, I try and do this, it doesn't work all the time for myself, and it does it is and usually it is because maybe I haven't slept the night before, so I'm a bit more edgy. Maybe I've just done a really hard training session or a bit achy and I'm a bit, and I'm thinking, you know, and, and then I'm having a go at this person who's cut me off. I'm going, oh, hold up. Is it to do with that? Probably not It's because I'm tired.
0: Sometimes you, your emotional bucket as well, if we're not careful, is always a tipping point and that extra drop just tips it over and that that emotion has got to go somewhere and it offers splashes on someone who doesn't necessarily need it sometimes they do it's right to the right person but sometimes as you say it's that person who just cut you up or stepped on your shoe or hasn't said hello and you take it out on them so as we say you've got to release the veil or pour some away before it overflows if that helps the other thing i was gonna say my number two my number two thing, if you say five each, roughly, because <laughs> as you know us, we never do anything properly, is what we watch. And I find sometimes by watching the news, and I've never really been a big fan of watching the news and papers and all this, but I found through lockdown, I wanted to stay in the loop. I would to in the loop and, uh, oh my goodness, 10 people have died today. Oh my God, a million people have died today. And I found myself watching it at least once a day and not one day did I feel better by watching it because it was rape, paedophilia, death, murder, sadness, sadness. And I was thinking we need to have light. We need to hear of that lovely person who did this and that lovely woman who takes time and we need to hear more acts of kindness, random acts of kindness not people who are trying to do kindness to have a scout badge to say how wonderful they are, but genuine nice people with nice stories that cheers you up, because when you just listen to Doom and Gloom no wonder you're miserable
1: my second Kev, you give me the first, what's my second see if you can guess, No, <laughs> like they're guessing <laughs>
0: I'm the key to eat your...
1: <laughs> <laughs> my instability.
0: <my own>
1: <laughs> Funny enough, you're wrong, Kev. <laughs> the laughing didn't give it away. Um, so, mate, definitely exercise. Definitely exercise. And what I've realised, actually, because I've been coming back back up the boxing club and training with other people for probably the last, what, three weeks? Yeah yeah three weeks now um and the training i've done previous to that for, for a good few years now has been on my own in a gym and i've really enjoyed having other people reign me while i train as well i still like the time where i go to the gym and, and get my head down and just trying on my own but actually having other people reign me to train has been real beneficial to my mental health and my training
0: well look what we we started off uh in between and we did the furlough club which was a massive success where we're getting people in training uh, but now we've, we've built on because we really, really enjoyed our support group. But unfortunately, because we're in such a successful club, there's not enough hours in the day. So what we're doing, we've gone back to doing the Wednesday session, because to a lot of these people who can't come in the days, it is their form of therapy where they come and train, they have a boxing family. And because we're known as like the mental health guys now, they can openly come and talk because they're talking to me and Lee and the other coaches you see them talking to each other so we're going to we've rebranded it and we're calling it beatboxing where we're going to beat obesity we're going to beat depression we're going to beat loneliness beat anxiety and we're going to get people to remind themselves what they are actually grateful for so we're going to be doing every tuesday thursday and friday half ten to half eleven where men and women can train together and then twice a week where women can only train with women women only and that's 10 uh, uh, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock on a Wednesday and 11 30 to 12 30 on a Friday so we're giving it because we want to get when we started our journey it was all on men's mental health because we know the statist- statistics get my words out of 18 people a day uh, completing suicide 75 percent of those are men but then we forget the other 25% of those are women. And by going on this journey, we're seeing it from all angles, by having remarkable women, remarkable men, remarkable youngsters and elderly, and we're all going through the fight together. So this is where this day class has really helped. So we're getting physically fit, but we're getting mentally fit. And I think it's great by having these conversations. If you want to have a private conversation, we go outside, we come upstairs, and we talk one-to-one. But for some of the just smaller issues, you talk. And before you know, we're all talking. And that allows you to realise you're not the only person who, who's frightened of being a bad daddy, or who's frightened about being a bad mommy, or who's frightened about going to new situations, or being nervous about going to your jobs. And when you start stripping it right down and you realise it is bigger than us, and we are a part of something, and we are not alone, then it becomes easier to deal with it. And I think that's what the club's been doing ever since it's been open, 21 years now. But now that it is known as being a mental health hub, it's opened the door even more, and you're having more people who come up as children or people who've never done it before, and know it is a safe environment. It's really all coming together. And I'm so proud of what's happening.
1: I think it's also important for us to bring men and women together in the mental health talk, because a lot of mental health revolves about each. So if we can learn about each other and how each other, each other's mind works, it's only going to be better for the future. And we found, so our men support group was brilliant, really enjoyed doing it. But we've got to, we've got to learn to talk to women to improve our mental health as well. And about our mental health, and vice versa. Women have got to learn to talk to men and have confidence in that they can talk to men. So bringing it all together just makes sense.
0: And what better than exercise? Yeah. And we're not saying you've got to be in there sparring, or just even if you come and you get on the running machine or the walking machine, and just doing something. But I think the great thing, and this brings on to my next thing, is a bit of routine. That bit of routine, and the reason why we set it up at half ten and 10 o'clock is so you haven't got to wake up at the crack of dawn if you get oh god I've, I've slept in or and then i've done it those times so you can drop the kids at school you can go home and get yourself changed get up here so it's that kind of thing so it's not the crack of dawn but you can start the day by doing something positive and i think often and andy plan talked about this something as simple as getting up making your bed drawing the curtains doing the washing up so when you come back to the house those jobs are already done and it's what we're trying to do with the gym getting up getting out the house doing something positive then hopefully the rest of your day carries on with that positivity starting a day well so i think that's my next thing having routine and trying to start the day positive what's your third thing
1: uh, again for me reading without doubt reading plays a big part in improving my mental health because it takes me away it's again it's similar to the exercise when you're in that when you're exercising when you're training you you're not thinking about anything else that's going on everything's removed from your head but what you're doing and reading very much does that for me and that that can be whether it's listened to an audio book or or getting a physical book out and i think there'll be a lot of people out there who have something similar i know steve Steve hansel again one of his one of his is um getting out on his motorbike. Because, again, he's, his full focus is being on the road and riding that motorbike, not not on anything else that's going on around him. So I suppose I ought to change it to hobbies.
0: Well, as you said, like we were talking, um, one of the lads who come up to the beatboxing boxing the other day, and he said, like, because of this now he's got into podcasts and he's listening because, like, like myself and so many of us out there, not strong readers, but that hasn't got it end your pursuit of knowledge anymore has it because no. you have got audio books youtube videos uh all these wonderful ways we can get the facts in but i think like motorbike uh being on the motorbike driving it's where sparring exercise running tennis whatever it is you have to focus on the thing in front of you at that time because if i'm there thinking oh dear how about this how about that?" I can get struck, I can get hit, I can fall over. So sometimes it's just applying all of my thoughts on something, even if it's just for a short period of time. Okay. I'll put it in a comment then. No, no, no. I'll put it up there. No. Yeah. That's it. And I, I think my, my fourth one is finding your tribe, as Craig could say, or community. And that's what I do love about this place. And I'm not just saying about my club. There's so many different clubs out there and sports halls and youth clubs and whatever sheds for men and all these different things but finding people who are interested in your interests where you can go and chew the fat with like-minded souls and that can be the pub that can be the youth club that can be wherever but finding like-minded souls where you can just share interests talk about stuff, something movies music whatever and Embracing your yeah, you it's simply your interests. And however you communicate, it is good to communicate. Cause I think isolation is so bad for us. And I've found so many, even like introverted people, have missed people over the last couple of over the last couple of years. To so find people who share your interests and just be you.
1: Yeah, I think you're definitely right. I think I think the key there as well is what you're saying is talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a room full of people that you feel comfortable talking to, it's, it makes a huge difference to your own mental health, people you you have confidence in talking to. But maybe maybe that ought to be mine. Forget that, gift. That's mine. What's that for?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the thing. I mean, and it, it. I'd rather have one good friend than ten plastic friends for those people out there. If you've got that one person who you can confide in, who you can talk to, that's brilliant because you've got someone, then you've got a wall to lean on. You've got, you know, you've got something. So it hasn't got to be a massive, vast amount of friends and having someone to rely on. Even if it's sense, even if it's just like your dog, your cat, have something that gives you love. You know what I mean? And you can talk, talk at I'll
1: get more sense out of a cat than you think. Really. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what it is yeah
0: i'm sure my cat's just waiting for me to die she keeps eyeing me up you know it's like just waiting to eat my face she's like, just planning it I, I see it in a a docile green eyes, it's just mine in my, in
1: my Cats are lovely <laughs> um okay my fourth my proper fourth is sleep mm-hmm. or rest shall i say so making sure you get enough rest i'm the world worst for this one but i also know now triggers my own mental health when i haven't rested right i'm not thinking straight at mm. all um and with with what we're doing here we're looking after daughter with my other business there's a lot going on and if i'm an, if i'm not sleeping right for a certain amount of time if not rested right i can't put i can't organize thoughts mm. and i find that you know so i think just taking and and my my sleep schedule is going to be rubbish because of my daughter's condition, but it doesn't stop me taking five minutes in the day to kind of reset that. You know, and maybe not go to sleep, but just stop and go, okay, no technology, no TV on, just sit for five minutes and, and uh, organise what's going on in your head.
0: I'm well, glad you said that because you're back here, you're training, working blooming hard. But then you said, I almost went out and trained again. And sometimes we've got to listen to our bodies, mm. And there's times when you think, I've got to push through this, you know, I'm not feeling the mood, it's wet outside, it's cold, I've got to go. But other times, and this is where a lot of coaches get it wrong, rest is so important to your your physical and your mental well-being. We need to have a rest. That's why we have rounds in boxing. You have a two or three-minute round and a minute off because you need to recover. If you're just standing there punching each other until one falls over, that's where the serious injuries come. Yeah. And I think, like, rest, therapy. And I think a lot of times we only rest when we can't do any more, which is great in some ways. When I'm training in that session, I leave it all in the room. However, I've got to listen. I, I, once that session is over, I go home, I put the right food in, and I rest. But how many times I would only go to a therapist when I'm broken? I only go to a physio once my hamstring is fully ripped start listening to those little niggles of your body and mind and listen to yourself do i need to rest now do i need to go and have a physio do i need to go and see a therapist because often all the signs are there we just don't pay attention to them
1: yeah i think it's them as well because that's one thing i've learned over my training journey is sometimes you're just your head just don't want to train. And it's nothing to do with being overtired or underrested. It's just your brain's trying to convince you that training is not a good idea at that point. Mm. And after years of of doing it, years of training, just now I'm starting to realise the, the two difference. Okay, I am tired now. It's not that I just don't feel like going. Mm. I am naturally tired. I do need to take a rest.
0: Because sometimes, you know, this voile weather in the UK and it's cold and it's wet, you've had a hard day and if you can do I really want to go out at seven o'clock it's dark it's cold it's warm in here mm. but when you get there it feels great yeah. that's the difference, the difference. Yeah. to when you go in no I've done too much as it is today I haven't had a good night's sleep I am feeling poorly my shoulder has gone I'm I remember someone saying to us ages ago, there's been busy and it's been constructive mm. and that's the same for you people who are doing your your exams and things sometimes when you're not in the frame of mind and you're just reading the same book over and over and over it's not going in sometimes that's the time to go no not now now's the time where i'm gonna play a bit of fifa i'm gonna watch tv i'm gonna go for a walk i'm gonna go to the gym whatever it is and when i'm feeling a bit clearer minded i'll pick it up because then when i'm ready the knowledge the information will go in
1: But i think as well on that note you've got to address the the culture of trying through everything Mm. Because so many people who who have boxed, who have trained, who have, and the coaches and themselves, they go, "Oh, it's only a cold. Just crack on with it and train through." Or, mm. "Oh, you, you've tired your sword. Just train through." But actually, you're right. You just got to listen to what you think's right.
0: Mm.
1: So get rid of the the culture that taking a break is wrong to do.
0: Yeah, and listen to yourself. Like sometimes, with a boxing analogy, I break my hands so I can still go and work on footwork. Staying active, this is just a hand injury. You know, I'm just saying that sometimes you can work on skills around injury, and there's sometimes we think, No, this ain't right at Mm. this time. Because sometimes we push too hard and we forget why we're pushing at all. It stops being fun, it stops being enjoyable. The injuries outweigh the benefits, and before you know it, I've packed it in. And then there's another spiral. Yeah. My fifth one. And this is always one of the things. Mm -hmm. Being kind. Being kind. And I see so much of this. And maybe you'll relate to it. And you go, I don't want being blooming kind. Because I'm so kind. And I give so much to other people. And they don't appreciate it bloody anyway. And they don't change. Being kind, maybe that person is just what they are—ungrateful. But by you not being kind, it will stop someone else from being kind. But then we've also got to be kind to ourselves. And all of this that we've talked about today is being kind to ourselves. We've got to treat ourselves how we treat someone else. My friend said to me, "Treat someone how you treat your pet." And I said, "What do you mean?" He went. When your cat needs feeding, you feed it. Every time you go about your breakfast and your dinner. When your cat's uh, pooley, you take it to the vet. Every time you just battle through it. When it needs love, you give it love. And it's these simple things that we neglect with ourselves, whether it's self worth, whether it's self time, whether it's self credit. But We've got to treat ourselves kinder, treat those around us kind, but treat ourselves kind. And kindness is a great gift that we give someone. So don't, don't give up on being kind because those around you don't appreciate it.
1: My fifth is nutrition. A big key to my own mental health is making sure I'm eating right, but also making sure I have treats because, as we've said before, I'm training to box now. So obviously I've got to lose weight and be at the right weight to do it. But there's no good me every single day being completely madly strict myself because eventually i'll just fall off the cliff and binge mm. so you eat right the majority of the time but make sure you also have a treat because ultimately he you, you wants to go around eating boring food constantly and, and it's no good for you and also water water is a massive if you're dehydrated you'll you'll suffer bad mental health mm-hmm. You know, you, you you definitely, you need to be other. you need to be clear of mind and focused and be on dehydrating. Definitely doesn't lead to that.
0: And how many people we've had in here, and I go, I want to, you know, I keep, I smoke, I drink, I have kebabs. And I went, great, never mind, yeah. I'm going to pack it all in tomorrow. I went, why are we packing everything in straight away? Some people have to do that. That's good. Cold turkey. Other people, more you do, less you want to do it. And if you are doing it, it's not the end of the world. When you start competing, you've got to make weight. Leave your boxer on Saturday. Now, of course, the treat's out. Mm-hmm. But when you're denying yourself of the, the things that might give the you a bit of pleasure, yeah. Yeah, all year round, I am never, ever going to have another takeaway. I'm never going to try. But, and you go, well, why? Because what we do then, we start resenting the thing that was supposed to be fun. Mm. Some people have got to do that because that's their mental get-up. You know, got, we're not all the same. But others, you think, you know what, Kev, I had a bit of a skimful and did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. Or we went out for a meal and had chicken lettuce, but we had a lovely ice cream. Mm. Great. Because why deny things that make us happy when we haven't got to? Yeah. If I am eating well and you have a cheat meal, doesn't mean you've got to have a cheat day, a cheat, weekend, a cheat. You know what I mean? Enjoy things for what they are doesn't mean you've got to be a glutton.
1: Yeah, and I'd get away from that cheat meal idea. Ultimately, it's just a meal that you enjoy that has more calories than what you may have eaten mm. during the week. By calling it a cheat meal, you you, you know, it's a negative thought for, for in your head on cheating at something, but you're not cheating. Mm. You're not cheating. All, you, all, all you're doing is having a meal that's got more calories in, which is beneficial to your mental health after you've gone that week of eating well.
0: Once again, it's how, how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Another big thing, you know, I'm going to go for bloody six here. Oh I? my god! Oh,
1: I'll give it. you the idea now. <laughs> We've had about hundred, but this is finished.
0: But it's that uh, how we talk to ourselves, and got well, a bit handles like this. What we're talking about you know, how how uh, eternal monologue is going on. You've got to lose weight. You've got to pack the booze in. You've got to go to the gym. You've got to study. You've got to be, good. and we're, we're telling ourselves off. You're a cheater. You're having a cheat meal. You shouldn't have that ice cream. You've had that takeaway, and we, we're telling ourselves off. What well, should we go in? Who cares? You know what I mean. I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a bloody good job here. Yeah. I'm going to the gym, and when well, I've been to the gym, I'm, enjoying myself. Or I can't go tomorrow. The dog's got to go to the vet, so I can't go. Um, I've, I've got a job interview, but I went yesterday. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go on Friday. It's being kind to ourselves. Do what we can when we can, and that that comes into charity, and giving. Give what you can, and don't feel guilty that you're you're not giving everything. What? Why should I feel guilty? Oh my goodness! How about those homeless? Well, I'll give them my house. I'll give them all my wages. I'll give them. Give what you can, but you have the right to have nice things. You have the right to be happy and comfortable. Do what you can when you can and don't be guilty that you're not giving everything
1: i actually think it's going back as well isn't it that again just a diet as the analogy really is if you've if you've ate well all week and then then have a, a meal on a weekend that you enjoyed more there's more calories in it whatever you are on on the one day don't throw the west that week away by going, well I've, I've spoiled it now and had mm. that one meal so i might as well now just give up mm. no just remember you've just done the last six days absolutely perfect focus on that and then get back on the wagon the next day
0: but i think that that's where a lot of us go out there i'll say and you throw the baby out with the bath water yeah once you have slipped you feel well that's it that's it it's all gone now yeah I've, I've, i had a beer on the weekend that's it every night 10 points or i've had a cigarette i'm going to be back on 40 a day just go it's happened did you enjoy it it was all right and a lot of times it's the thought of it that's better than actually doing, doing it, it. yeah so once you've had it, you've had that itch. Go all right, then. I said the way now.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the rest again. of the day goes. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Definitely.
0: Be kind yeah. to yourselves. And I think that sometimes is the hardest thing to do. And it's plastered everywhere, self-care. Love yourself. And if it was that easy, we'd all be doing it. And I think by loving yourself doesn't mean you're arrogant. And I think that's the other thing, that we don't want to have this perception of, oh, check him, eh? check her, eh? loves herself. Bloody hell. There's nothing wrong with loving yourself and being at peace with yourself because the journey that I'm still on, I actually like Kev Dylan at this period of time. And that's a great way to be.
1: Someone does
0: then. Someone <laughs> does, yeah. lower of averages, someone's got it. <laughs> but more we can try and do these things, and this is back to my original one gratitude. It's easy to be grateful. When we're winning, but what we've got to remember is these things, and it everything's like a practice. Like doing a press up. If I can practice doing press ups, they become easier to do, like with any exercise out there. If I practice when I'm strong, I'm fit, I'm healthy, then I will have the strength to at least do one when I'm flued up. So get these into habits now, and even on your worstest of worst days. You survived it because you're still here listening to this. And that's what we've got to remember. We got through it. If that's as bad as it can get and I can survive it, then I can learn from it. Because we can overcome so much. So even now, sit there and just think, if you're listening to this, you've got a device, you can listen to it. If you can hear it, you've got hearing. And remind yourself at these these they seem simple things but in all actuality they're miracles they're not to be taken lightly so just remind yourself of these wonderful things that we do have even in your darkest days
1: I think that's that's our six seven whatever whatever number on yeah. but actually what I want to mention while we're while we're on air we we mentioned it a few weeks ago on the radio that uh Westminton safari park we're going to start charging carers to come in um and they've overturned that as of today that's overturned it's still free for carers to go to go into west midland safari park which is fantastic news it's a shame that it had to take a lot of tv interviews for from various people and a lot of us talking on the radio and a lot of a lot of people communicating it to them to make them realize how important it was and how important the carer's role is and i think going forward if west midlands Safari park ever have any other ideas like this then make sure they get the community involved before they do anything
0: and change will only happen if we make it happen by having conversations and kicking up a fuss that is the only way the change will happen so you know it's a great place go and enjoy it and i'm glad they've seen the errors of the ways because i've had some great times there i know you have and um this is what we've got to do and maybe people have got to be a bit more once again caring think you know uh, without these people other people can't enjoy their day they're not going you know it's like a guide dog doesn't want to go there without calling carers guide dogs but you know it's without the guide dog you can't go without someone without helping wheelchair you,
1: to, you can't go without without it, someone it, yeah. push,
0: you know what i mean they're going to make the day better for that individual for the family whoever it is you know carers or you know the angels that walk on this planet so you know let's uh let's help these people instead of hinder these people well Lee, uh, this Thursday we've got on marcus leonard who's coming on to our radio on black country extra to talk about mental health and nhs i can't give too much away in case he changes his mind <laughs> and then next tuesday we've got alice coming on from Ripple, Suicide Prevention. And then on the 10th of February, make sure you tune in to Black Country Radio, where we'll be going live. chewing the fat about everything, mental health, disability and life. And
1: injury. that is on FM, and online. So you'll be able to catch us, whether you're in the car, whether you're sitting at a computer, wherever you are, you'll be able to catch us on that one.
0: So, going on, quite quote all sounds on, Paul? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say an old favourite. If you haven't got anything kind to say, don't say nothing at all. So until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. To our bit. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, Tararabit. Listen, listen.